Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am so excited about today's message. This is part three of the sermon we've been preaching, The Sight of Vision. Now, first, vision is the mother of inquiry. Then vision is the mother of direction. This vision is the mother of goodness. Today, we're going to be talking about vision again and just how good it is. My God, the vision's good for you, and you should receive it on a daily basis. you got to understand it, because when you understand that vision is the mother of goodness, you know that every good and perfect thing comes from above. And that's God wanting to be a blessing to you. As I said in the last two weeks, this is part three. Call a friend, tell him to turn that television on, get your pencil and pad out, make some notes. You're going to get your vision, I believe, today. Exodus chapter 33. Let's start reading with verse 18. Moses says, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness, underline the word goodness there in your Bible or your iPad or whatever. I will make my goodness pass before thee. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. The name of the Lord is powerful and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. That's verse 19. Verse 20. He said, thou canst not see my face for there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord said, see, but God will make a way where there is no way. Behold, there is a place by me that thou shalt stand upon a rock and it shall come to pass while my glory passeth by that I will put thee in the cliff of the rock and will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. And I will take away my hand and thou shalt see my back parts, but my face shall not be seen. Vision is the mother of goodness. Now you got to understand, the burning bush is now past. He's still trying to get close to God. He said, I'm going to let you see my goodness. What does that mean, goodness? Everything that God ever did that was good, Moses saw it as God himself proclaimed 70 different names of himself. Think about that. What did Moses see? Past, present, and future. That's why he could write the Torah. He saw the Big Bang. He saw creation of life. The making of all seraphims, cherubims, archangels, other angels, the wheel within the wheel in Ezekiel. All these good things. He saw how God did not allow evil to stay around. He saw the rapture. This is the goodness of God. He saw the return of Christ. He's seeing past, present, and future. Everything that God made was good. My Lord. He saw the age of ages. He saw Gentiles accepted into the fold of his kingdom. He saw literally the business meeting of the Trinity concerning redemption. He saw love in its purest form. He saw the fruits of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, the fullness of the Godhead bodily. He saw the King James Bible. He saw Gary Cassie. He saw my wonderful friend George Pearson and Terry Pearson. 
He saw Gary. He saw Happy. He saw Jeannie. He saw Kathy. Dennis, he saw you. Rick and Christine, he saw you. Why? Goodness. CJ, Gigi, he saw you. Paul, Madison, he saw you. Jules, Deborah, he saw you. That's why he could write. That's why God had him on Mount Transfiguration. He had seen everything God ever done, past, present, and future. Saw you, Mark and Dina. So all of you, in an instant, the goodness of God. If you ever been blessed spiritually, physically, financially, Moses saw it as God passed by, as God proclaimed his names. Whoo, this big. Universe coming into existence. He saw dark matter. He saw dark energy, which we don't understand. He saw the Milky Way galaxy, the solar systems. He saw God fling the stars with his hands to create everything that we're all trying to figure out what is. The goodness of God. He saw Roy King and Sally. Think about that. God knows who you are, and so does Moses. Think about that. Because God created good, Adam and Eve. My God. Think about that. The best part of it all was the business meeting of the Trinity, where Jesus, where the lamb led to the slaughter before the foundations of the earth. So he saw redemption, that they would be way beyond the scapegoat of the goat. He saw the creating of animals. He saw it all. He saw the grass. In an instant. And retained it. Why? Because you see the burning bush was in the past. Write this down. Vision does not live on the memory of a burning bush. Vision does not live on the memory of a burning bush. Vision requires new revelations. New manna. New revelations. Listen to the prophets. God said, if you listen to the prophets, you are blessed. Listen to the people that God has put before you. And let them speak the oracle of God, revelations upon revelation. Because you cannot sustain yourself on the burning bush example or the burning bush you know experience because vision is the mother of goodness you got to see the goodness of it so when someone persecutes you instead of seeing the persecution see the goodness of the person that God created now they may not be doing right but if you can see that goodness Judas was made good but Jesus had been better but never been born. He destroyed his goodness. You can do that. Vision requires new revelations, new manna. Why? So that everything you do for God, everything you see from God has a freshness about it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. See, that's a sight of vision. I keep myself fresh. How do I do that? On a daily basis, Mark. Not a Sunday basis. Daily basis. I get up every morning. Hello, Jesus. He said, hi, Jesse. Oh, I have a wonderful time. I have a chapel in my home. You ought to see it. It's gorgeous. 
I have pews that are over 250 to 300 years old in it that I purchased from Edinburgh, Scotland, because they were closing the churches and I had a couple and I said, I'll take them. I want, I want three. Happy and Gene has been in my, it's gorgeous, isn't it? I have the stations of the cross all the way around because you got to understand the Catholic Church is the only ones that ever kept the artwork, you know? Because people didn't know how to read so they had to paint. They had to, so people could see. That's why I, I, if you look by, uh, please, I would invite you before you leave tonight, my God, go look at this beautiful stained glass behind you. That is painted stained glass. This is regular stained glass. That's nice, but that's not that. That is that plus an artist painting on it. And I gave it as a gift, me and Kathy, to Covenant Church. And if you look at, well, everybody turn around, look at that blue. Look at that when Jesus is baptized. Look how beautiful that blue glass is. See, it's painted that way. Isn't that amazing? You ought to go see it. And and it's different stations and things in Jesus' life. Good things that he's doing. Look at leaving the 99 and going to get the one. Look that way. See it up there? My God, go, 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 go investigate that. Because the man that did that came out of the Holocaust. And he had a tattoo on his arm. The number. He was from Poland. He said, my name is Stan from Poland. I couldn't find anybody in America. I said, I need a European. I want this. I want perfection. Because this belongs to the house of God. You see. So vision does not live on the memory of a burning bush. Yes, you heard God speak. Yes, you saw him. But you need new revelation. New manner. Write this down. The vision's measure of greatness is not power or authority, but service. Everybody wants to see power. That's good. They all want to see authority. But what you should be be doing is service. Lord, what will thy have me to do? What? What have you placed me here for? My vision, you must service your vision. If you own a plane, and I do, you have to service it. We call it maintenance it. If you have a car, you need to service it, maintenance it. It can't, you got to change the oil. It can't just live all its life on what, on the oil that was put in it at the factory. And a lot of people, they say, have you been filled with the Holy Ghost? Yes. When did you get filled with the Holy Ghost? 1952. Well, when's the last time you spoke in tongues? 1952. You need an oil change. You're still living off that first thing when you need fresh revelation. Fresh manna, which means angel food. Think about that. The vision's measure of greatness is not power or authority. We all want to see God move. Oh, that's great. But it's service. What can I do for you? What can I do, God, that you may be magnified today? Yeah. See, that's a side of vision. Vision is the mother of goodness. That's what, that's what Moses said. And then God told him, he said, if you see my faith, you can't. Not in this present body. There were two very special people in God's history. Moses and Elijah. Totally two different kind of people. Both of them very passionate. Both of them sometimes unprincipled in the beginnings of the ministries. But yet they come to talk to Jesus about his earthly ministry. And there's old Peter, James, and John. 
heavy with sleep. They shouldn't have been there. Martha, Mary, and Lazarus should have been there. Jesus showed up at Martha's house at 2.30. She started cooking. Mary, sit down and say, say something. Lazarus said, I just want to look at you. Boy, he had a special three. Them special three, whoo, you want them kind of people in your church. I'm telling you. Now, Peter, James, and John are wonderful, but my God, they wasn't like Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, son. I mean, when Jesus showed up, hey, it don't make no difference. Just come, Lord. Just say something. Do something. See, when you understand that, that's what I mean by service. What can I do? Now, you can miss it on that sometimes. And God and Jesus tells Martha, Martha, you, you didn't choose the best part. Mary chose the, chose the best part. And let me tell you something. The world still, Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, and they wanted to kill him again. See, that's the unregenerated mind. They have nothing but death in it. But when you understand life and that more abundant to the full till it overflows. Now, I'm going to ask a question. Have you ever saw me sad, sick, depressed, discouraged, despondent? Why? I got fresh revelation. I've been eating new manna. I love my conversion. Oh, in a bathroom in Boston, Massachusetts. I love my being filled with the Holy Ghost by a cross-eyed preacher. Great things, but I can't live on that. So every day I say, oh, God, give me fresh revelation. Give me fresh manna. Why? Not to just feed me, but to feed others. Wherever I go, Lord, let your light, let me leave light puddles. Let me push the light everywhere I go. And I do that all the time. Not bragging on myself. Why? Why not? Which brings me to my next point. Vision is a quest. Vision is a journey. Vision is a hope. Vision has set eternity in our hearts. I'm an eternal being, Mark. Let me say it again. Vision is a quest. Vision is a journey. It's in hope. Now faith is the subject of things hoped. Vision has set eternity in our hearts. My God, man, I don't have time to get depressed. I don't have time to get discouraged. You can do what you want to do, man. I have many opportunities to get discouraged, but I'm on a journey, Randy. I'm going to complete my destiny and reach my destinations. And sometimes my, my direction for you is not always my destiny. Sometimes I don't know where I'm at. I said, how did I get here? He said, the devil was looking for you, and I just, I tricked him. I got you on another road. It's a blessing to me because it's a quest. Why? Because it, it, vision will require goodness. I want to be a good man. I like doing good things. I do. I enjoy that. My greatest enjoyment is my giving. People get mad at me. My own board sometimes says, if you would tell people what you do for missions, you will never hear me say that. I have helped so many people. I, I protect the dignity of people. They would have lost their houses. I never said, I, I don't, they, don't, they don't want nobody to know that. I said, I'll take care of that. Just don't say nothing. They say, yeah, but, wow, and this just really insults me. Boy, if you tell people you can really raise some money on that, boy, just show them a bloated belly of a baby starving in Africa. You know they're there. They use it. Let me ask you a question. When is the baby going to be full? 
Why has the baby still got the bloated belly year after year after year after year? When will they be full? When they will have nice little bodies with nutrition in it? Don't get mad at me when I'm saying this. Because they use those things to pull upon your emotions. And you should give. Don't misunderstand me. But I want the baby full. I want the baby to grow up. There was a young man. He'd been wanting to take me to eat uh, beignets. A little gentleman. I met him uh, yesterday and today. It was such a blessing. He hugged me at tears. I love it when children hug me. Yeah, there he is right there. There he, is. he said, I just want, I, I, I want to take you out. That just blesses me to no end. I love your children love me. I love them too. You see, because they see something in me. Let me tell you something. If you want to find, you want to make sure somebody's right, watch babies. Babies is a great sign. They're so pure. They're so innocent. They pick up on stuff like, who are you? i never forget I was at the Cheesecake Factory, and my God, you know, I'm a grandfather. I love being a grandfather. Jerry Savelle taught me how to be a good grandfather. I, I think he's the best. I, I, I just got to say, Jerry, if you watch it, I, you are the best grandfather. I just, just uh, I watched him, boy, how he did things. And he got a bunch of grandkids. Good Lord. I got one. Thank God I got one. We were in the Cheesecake, and, 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 and there was a little boy, and he was, he, he was giving his mama a hard time in the back, you know, and, and, and actually the lady brought us to the next booth next to him, and he's going, ah, ah, and most people don't want to be around kids, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so I come walking up there, and he, and he looks at me, and he went, I had never seen this kid before in my life, Gary. I went, hey! And I sat down, and he got out the booth and came sat by me. And his mom and daddy didn't care. They were glad. He sat on my lap and started eating my french fries. I'm just feeding it to him. It was wonderful. I had a wonderful time with this little fella. He just smiled. He never seen me before. I never seen him. But he saw something in me. What did he see? The light of the glorious God. The glory, the goodness of God. He said, that's a good man. And I want to sit on his lap and eat his french fries. I fed this kid. When he finished, he slid off my lap, smiled at me, and went sit with his mother and them. They were getting up to leave. As they left, they looked at me and went, thank you. <laughs> thank you. They got to eat their meal, I guess, in peace. And as they were walking, they kept looking at me. It was a blessing. I'll never forget that as long as I ever live. Young man back there, I'll never forget that you invited me to Eat some beignets. That's donuts. Uh, Cajun, you know, beignets. Café du Monde. It's a good place. You ought to try it tomorrow if you can't. The coffee's phenomenal. It's a café au lait. You know, we got all kind of, uh, I don't know what you call it, accents and all our stuff. It was such a blessing. I don't know how many times. One time I was walking out. Of, this is before I had my plane and I had on a beautiful suit, a Brioni. And Brioni make fine clothes. And I was coming out. Of the airport. Uh, Roy, you'll love this. And this little boy looked at me and he went, Wow, hello, grandfather. <laughs> and the mother said, That's not your grandfather, but I wish to God he was. <laughs> she said that. I said, Hey, little man, how you doing? I said, Can I bless you? 
The lady didn't know what to do. I said, I don't mean to be rude or something like that. Can I bless your son? So I give him $100. He goes, whoo! I said, it's good to be a grandfather. He said, yeah! (laughs) That wasn't by accident. That was a good thing that Moses saw before I was ever born. Hello, everyone. I have two testimonies today, and this first one is from Facebook. It says, we would not have been blessed with the word of God and the knowledge gained if it had not been for your boardroom chats, Faith the Facts, and YouTube channel, as we don't have cable TV. It has enabled us to hear you while we travel for work. We were able to catch up with the broadcasts after work and watch them together. What a joy to have been blessed with both of you. Thank you for doing God's work. Justin, I love to hear how the gospel is transforming lives like this great couple from Arkansas. Since my husband would speak of you often and how God uses you and works through you. He told me about the time you came to his church that he attended as a child. He would talk about your merry heart doeth good like a medicine tapes. We now own the DVD collection and watch it often as a family with our 12-year-old son who is saved and spirit-filled. We watch your online teachings and we watch older ones as well. One of the ones that really hit home with us is believing the unbelievable and receiving the impossible. We took notes and we go over and over them. This message has opened our hearts and spiritual eyes and showed us how to believe God in a different way. Thank you, Brother Jesse, for being an obedient, willing vessel for God to work through. You and Mrs. Kathy are such huge blessings through your relationship with God through Jesus and living that out. We know God has done, is doing, and will continue to do great things in and through you and your ministry, and we want to be a part of it. God has laid it on our hearts to sow into your ministry. We love you too. May God continue to bless y'all and your ministry in great abundance. If your life has been changed through our ministry, Jess and I hope you will write to us. Hopefully, we can share your story on a future broadcast and it will bless people all over the world. God bless you today. The most important part of your life is what you believe about your future. So what do you believe? It's time to spark your vision and break free from the boundaries of worldly thinking. Vision doesn't stand still. It's an act of communication with God and from God. Your faith in godly thinking can bring your vision to completion. What are you waiting for? Make your vision a living reality. Jesse Duplantis' 2021 Visionary Conference, July 15th and 16th. Well, it's here, ladies and gentlemen. My Visionary Conference is this week. It's Thursday, July the 15th at 7 p.m. And Friday, July the 16th at 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. Right here at JDM International Headquarters in Destrehan, Louisiana. I tell you what, I'm excited about it. And as always, admission is free. Now, if you want to know what Destrehan is, it's a suburb of New Orleans. We're only about six miles from the International Airport. You will be blessed. I'm telling you, it's such a blessing. I love these Visionary Conference. Also, if you can't make it here in person, we want you to, though. Join us online at JDM.org or Facebook and YouTube. We've got a big auditorium, ladies and gentlemen, and God is so good and great. It's just such a blessing. God has great plans for you. I'm telling you, remember, vision is a quest. It really is. It's a journey in hope, and it sets eternity in your heart. 
Ooh, that'll preach right there, won't it? Lord Jesus, can I pray for you right now? Father, in the name of Jesus, you told me to put these visionary conferences on and I've been doing it and people have been changed completely. I mean, my God, companies bring their staff, churches bring their staff, companies. I mean, Lord, I mean, people coming from all over the place and your power moves in those things because you're the Lord high priest of this ministry. Bless the people, Lord, as they prepare to come. I thank you for it. Bless them in the city, in the field, going in and going out. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. It wouldn't happen without our faithful financial partners. I'm telling you, it just would not happen. And we have thousands upon thousands upon thousands. I'm not exaggerating and I'm not bragging because, as I said, and I'm going to say it for the rest of my life, reason why we've never had a financial deficit, the reason why partners love us and we love them, and why we don't have financial deficits, because they support us, is because I trust them, they trust me, and we both trust God. Let me make it personal. I trust you, you trust me, and we both trust God. I like that statement. It just blesses me. Also for your July partnership, you can order my message, Sin Free Living. You know, it's never a sin to be tempted. People think it is. But it is when you yield to it, and you don't have to. You don't have, no, no. Great as he was in you than he was in the world. You're stronger than that. If you want to get that message, go to jdm.org for all the ordering information. You can get other things if you so desire, but go get that. You will be blessed. And I mean that sincerely. Thank you for joining me for this week's broadcast. I hope you enjoy our television. We've been doing this for a long time. And make sure to tune in next week. Hallelujah. We will be here and we want you to be here also. That's what God's all about. You know what I mean? To reach people, to change lives one soul at a time. Isn't that amazing? That's what we do. That's what we've done for 45 years. But just, you ever get bored? Nah, do I look bored? I've said it so many times. People think I'm being arrogant, but I'm going to just say it again. Have you ever saw me sad, sick, depressed, discouraged, despondent, broke, don't know what I'm going to do? No. Not bragging on it. Why? Because of this vision that's in my life. Man, I am working for the Lord Jesus Christ, and that's as high as you can get. To be called into the ministry. There are seven point, what, five to seven billion people on this planet. God called me to preach the gospel. You may be a preacher watching. He called you to preach the gospel. That's big. If you keep that in your heart, you won't have time for all that other stuff. Thank you for tuning in. And pardon us. Thank you for sending in your faithful financial support. I look forward to reading your letters. You're such a blessing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. See you next week. Bye-bye. You can broadcast the wonderful works of God right where you are. Mark your calendars for Kathy Duplantis's 2021 Glorious Conference. Join us October 1st and 2nd at the JDM International Headquarters in Destrehan, Louisiana. Everyone is welcome and registration is free. Visit JDM.org for more information. Did you know that doubt is a habit? Yes, it is. You aren't born a doubter. You learn to doubt over time. In my book, I Never Learned to Doubt, you will learn something. And what is that? To go back in time and regain what was lost so that you can enjoy more peace, more joy, more favor, and more blessing. The wonder of faith is a pure thing. It's a childlike thing. And faith is the only thing that God responds to. When you never learn to doubt, life is so much better. I Never Learned to Doubt. It's my new book. Get it today.
Join Jesse and Kathy Duplantis for a special Friday event. Join Kathy at 10 a.m. and Jesse at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. August 13th in Nashville, Tennessee at Faith is the Victory Church. If Satan tempts you with something, he can't tempt you with something you don't already know about. In other words, if it's not common to you, he can't use it. Right. So why would you fall for something you already know about? Think about that. And what else you want, what else you want to do that the world does?